This is the Crush Lounge with your host, Suzanne, on the Crush 92.5. We're hanging out in the Crush Lounge, presented by 805 Beer. It's a light, refreshing beer brewed right here on the central coast of California. You can check it out at 805beer.com. I'm Suzanne. Back in here after five entire years, we have Taylor Belmore Collins from Arthur Watership. Welcome back. Howdy. Thanks for having me. Of course. Always. I was like, new music? When are you coming in? (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for making some time. I want to say congratulations. This new album, The Changeling, is out now and it is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. A lot of work on this. A lot. (laughs) We're going to get into the whole story today. Um, we'll just start with um, a little bit of history of Arthur Watership here on the Central Coast. Been around five, ten years? Where where are we at here? I think it was like six years ago. Okay. Six, maybe seven? And that sounds about right. You have the Belmore's Bubblegum and Booze. That was your first kind of endeavor. Mm-hmm. And then 2018, the Eclectic Time. And yeah. that one, you guys, you had a New Times Music Award for your Holy Lighter song off of that. Yeah. What's been going on since then? <laughs> I mean, we we looked back at the history of it and we literally talked like almost to the day five years ago. Yeah. So in the last five years, lots has gone on. Mm-hmm. I know also that sort of plays into the theme of The Changeling, your new album. Yeah. So let's start with where are you at right now? What's going on in life? New album? Yeah. Well, the album is kind of like it actually is the beginnings of Arthur Watership. Like it started before Arthur Watership was even a band. It's kind of like what made us a band. But it was so um, complicated to really flesh out that it has taken like all this span of time to make this full length record. So like in the meantime, we did the eclectic time and we, you know, did little tours and. Yeah. And so that whole time then this album has sort of been like underlying. Yeah. Absolutely. And Mm -hmm. wow, what a trip. So uh, so is this telling the story then of Arthur Watership or is it like what's the concept here if we got like, I guess, a simple answer, because obviously, as you say, it is complicated. But well, yeah, it's so it is a concept album. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll begin with the beginning. I started writing the songs um, that are at the beginning of the record that are kind of like a one piece kind of. Mm-hmm. woven together sort and of the first act yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. i might be a the- theatrical person so <laughs> <laughs> it's like why not do a concept album totally and uh so yeah so i had met adam nash uh, the guitar player at the beginnings of this and he kind of heard what i was writing on my viola da gamba and was like well maybe we should like start a band and my brother is an excellent drummer and we could all get together and do this and alex they're twin brothers Mm -hmm. um fantastic players both of them they're amazing yeah absolutely amazing so i was just like so stoked that they wanted to do that with me and um so this is actually the first thing we ever performed as a band and it's it's totally weird. It's definitely something to like dive into mm-hmm. and like like maybe an acquired taste in my opinion. You know, a concept album isn't always everybody's cup of tea. Right. But these guys were into it and we played it at like this uh, like some benefit at a church and the Proxima Parada guys were there. 
And they were like, that was really cool. You guys should open for us at the Fremont, which was awesome. <laughs> and, and you're like, okay, I guess we are doing this. Yeah. And we we got Mary McLean to get um, on her upright bass and sing and learn all this stuff. And we played it. It wasn't the entire thing yet. It was more like the first half of it. Mm-hmm. And we played it there and it kind of... Um, solidified us as a band and kind of got people interested in what we might do. Mm -hmm. But the story of the album is from deep down inside of like my life story. And I moved around a lot, like and lived in a lot of weird, funky places. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of had to like wrap my brain around those experiences and kind of wrote it out into this story. Wow. That's really cool. And the story is one thing in the album, but there are so many amazing like arrangements and instruments and, and players on this. And we'll get into all of that coming up. We're going to start with the uh, title track, The Changeling. And you want to take us into this one? Oh, yeah. So this song was actually written just a couple of years ago before we started recording after we'd kind of like written this most of this concept. So it's more kind of this evolved place that I got to where I was like, okay, I'm ready to settle down and not like live in a van or like in a storage unit anymore. Right. All of those crazy places that you've been and now you're ready to like make a home and yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then Adam just like jumped in on it and brought in this amazing flute player and arranged the crap out of it. And it just turned into this, um, like mystical party that's a great description (laughs) (laughs) all right it's a mystical party in the crush lounge today this is brand new it's arthur watership it's called the changeling
Crash 92.5. New music. It's Arthur Watership. That one's called The Changeling. It is the title track of a full new album. Definitely check this out. And um, it's a lot to dig into. There's a lot of, um, you know, meaning and songwriting behind this and just so many great instruments. And, and I've just been like, I've always loved your sound, but this one, for some reason, I'm just really vibing on it. And I, I just so congratulations again. We're talking with Taylor Belmore Collins. A lot of help on this, but you're kind of the main songwriter, correct? Yeah. The songwriting, the storytelling is is uh, all out of my yeah. brain and my soul. But Adam, he arranged it and it, it's so much effort goes into making something like this as far as arrangement and production goes and yeah he so, really pulled out all the stops and so adam nash was basically kind of like your producer your engineer yeah and like sidekick on this with you know <laughs> just getting everything together um i saw some pictures on your instagram by the way you can follow arthur watership at arthur watership on instagram there's a facebook page this album is out streaming literally everywhere so you know spotify i know it's on Bandcamp as well if you want to throw a few bucks yeah if you want to support the musicians yeah totally um when i was looking at your instagram i saw some pictures of you like in a studio and there was like a house and so one of them looked like it was like the old turkey buzzard studio at eric's house Mm -hmm. um and then somewhere else it looked like you were along the the coast maybe big sur or something so what were you sort of in many places working on this thing yeah actually so i love that you're asking about that because um so before, right before the pandemic started, like in February, we decided to start recording. And this woman, Muffy, who is an angel, lent us her like guest house. It's like built in on the coast, like on uh, in Big Sur, basically. Mm-hmm. Where what's right before Big Sur? Uh, Ragged Point. Okay, yeah. I was like Gorda. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so at Ragged Point, she has this incredible space and um somehow we got in touch with her and she's like yeah you can come up and stay there and record i walked in there and i was just my mind was blown i was like there's no way this is where we're doing it because i had envisioned this space as i was writing all of this music kind of like inside of a shell and um you know like in dr doolittle like the old dr doolittle when they're riding in the the sea snail. I don't remember that, but I can imagine that. <laughs> it was in my brain like all the time. Oh my gosh. And there's like a spiral inside of the shell. Sure. So I was like a spiral staircase kind of was in oh, my brain. And I saw that in the pictures. Yes. And I walked in and there's a spiral staircase in there. No way. And it's just this whole little hub on the most beautiful place in the world. And so cool. So like you're in your little like snail shell on the coast <laughs> looking out along, you know, the Pacific Ocean. It was nuts. That's it was, awesome. I couldn't even believe that that was where I was going to do it. And we set up tons of equipment and the drum kit and we, you know, went through the whole album and like the amount of work put into it. We were there for nearly two weeks. Wow. And... um all we got were the drum tracks, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, because Alex put in like so much work, and he's it's beautiful what yeah. he does and how he plays and the way that he thinks, and so it was worth it to just get that. That's awesome. And then the world stopped. Yeah. So then the rest of this was done across like tech, like internet stuff. You know, where's a lot of remote work, or did you come back together now in well, the past bit? 
Yeah, I... (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of everything? I... Adam has... Adam does a lot of work with a lot of bands. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of, you know, like, created his own station to where he was going to do work. And I was at home. I got pregnant. You know, oh, yeah, like, congratulations, all the crazy by the way. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you. And so then we worked out a time where Adam came to my place out, um, like on in the Adelaide, mm-hmm. and we set everything up and recorded all the vocals there. And then we did work with the Turkey Buzzers. They let us use their studio, and Adam just like crunched his brain around all of his guitar parts there and and then there are a bunch of guys that played that i haven't even met wow that live elsewhere you guys need like a full like uh, the changeling like reunion party someday you know where everyone can get together in the the same space yeah (laughs) (laughs) well that's so cool and then um just along the lines of the shell idea it makes me think of like the art that's on Mm -hmm. the cover of this um it's not a snail but there is sort of this like crab mm-hmm. with a shell and like its parts and stuff like that. It, yeah. Was that sort of part of that theme of like the shell idea? That yeah. So the hermit crab is kind of a reoccurring theme throughout the record, and mm-hmm. it's kind of this concept of one having to adapt yourself mm-hmm. to the space that you are, you know finding yourself protected by and and then eventually having to leave it and how vulnerable that feels yeah when you're outside of your shell and you have to you have to readapt and find something new because um hermit crabs aren't born with their shells they have to yeah to find them as they grow and then this image popped up of this hermit crab in a glass shell where you can see inside all of those like kind of icky soft vulnerable parts of that animal in like this very distorted glimpse but um it's kind of surreal looking and yeah yeah. and and it's beautiful and my friend Ange Angela Logicano she's on Instagram as well and she is an amazing artist she opted to do it it was just amazing how she pulled it off it sounds like a lot of just like sort of fate and the universe like really was rooting for you on this project with all the like the space that you were in and the people that have come together for it from near and far and um, it's, it's really cool to hear this story so we're talking with taylor belmore collins here in the crush lounge it's arthur watership the project that we're listening to today the album is called the changeling It just came out this month. We are so excited to support you in this and and just show off some of this stuff. Um, We are going to get back to an album track because there is a lot of cool production, but I want to just get down to like voice and guitar with you. What are you going to play live? I'm going to play the Moon Song. Tell us a little bit about how this fits into the story here. So this is, it's technically the last track, although there is a hidden track behind it. Spoiler alert. Yeah. (laughs) It's clearly there on Spotify. Yeah. (laughs) There's like no hiding. (laughs) Just pretend like it waited like four minutes. Yeah. And then it played that song. (laughs) Um, No, So the Moon Song is, uh, I think, basically the last song that I literally wrote in this timeline of writing the music. And I wrote it while those wildfires were happening. Mm. And just the sky was black. For days and it was depressing we were all 
locked in our houses anyway. We hadn't seen anyone, you know, like people that we loved for so long. And then we couldn't even go outside. And it made me miss Mother Nature so, so deeply. And it was so tragic to to know what happens, you know. Yeah us living on this planet so yeah <laughs> i felt the urge to write a song it's beautiful mm-hmm. and um let's get into it this is arthur watership in the crush lounge She's 
It's the Crush 92.5, the Crush Lounge, and that is Arthur Watership with The Moon and a whole new album to check out. It is called The Changeling. It's out now. Check it out wherever you stream. Hit Bandcamp, throw in a few bucks. That would be amazing. Uh, Also follow on socials, Arthur Watership on Instagram and Facebook. We're talking with Taylor today, uh, sort of heading up this project, but, you know, great team of people around you and with you on this. And we're, we're just really excited here at the Crush for you. Always love to see our locals thriving. Thank so, you so much for asking me to come and do this. And, always, and I do. I miss my band. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I know. We'll we'll get somehow. We'll get you guys all together somehow. I don't know how that's going to happen, but I feel like it's something that needs to happen. Yeah, <laughs> you guys, if you're listening, I know, right? No pressure at all. <laughs> the beacon is lit. So, um, so while you were getting ready for this, you you mentioned you did a GoFundMe, and how was that process? It was um scary. Yeah, yeah, it's scary to to do that to put yourself out there, but um, people supported immediately. Yeah, and um, very quickly was able to um afford finishing the project, like. Being able to get the music from hard drive mm-hmm. to get out for people to hear. Because I honestly was afraid that, that it would never happen. Right. Because <laughs> there's a lot behind the scenes. It's not just going into the studio and like recording your voice and guitar. It's a whole, there's a little, whole thing after the fact. Yeah. Um, but I, I mentioned the GoFundMe because you also were talking about how the fact that like some vinyl was going to come out of that. Yes. And then maybe for like. Like, if you donated, you get a vinyl. Maybe at some point the general public could get a vinyl copy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to, like, pre-order of some vinyl, they can write to me on Instagram. They can DM me. Perfect. And, you know, let Just me know what they want to do. Get in on the ground floor there. Yeah. <laughs> Count <laughs> but, me in. I mean, there's there's still a couple more hoops to jump through. Sure. And from what I've heard, there's, like, waiting lists like, right, like vinyl production is really slowed and yeah. takes a while. Yeah, so we'll be patient, but that's just such a cool thing to know because uh, for those of us that like that, like tactile, you know, yeah. connection with the music, and I think your sound of the, this album would sound so cool spinning on a record. So. Well, it was, it was mixed and mastered to sound good on vinyl, which cool. is by guys who are totally devoted to analog, which is really, really super. I'm very grateful to them. That's cool. And also like to look at the art. The art's mm-hmm. really beautiful and to have it like big and right there. Totally. Yeah. So we'll look forward to that. DM at Arthur Watership on Instagram if you want to check out options for a, a vinyl situation as those come along. And um, just really excited to see this out there. I um, wanted to also ask you, uh, I know you have your, your other project, if if we can. Um, Mothra has been active for the last couple of years now too. Yeah, how's that going? It's it's great. I love playing in Mothra so much, and um, it's always been kind of this like it's almost like a will they won't they kind of like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if 
if you're a fan of Mothra. This is why I ask. <laughs> but that you guys have been occasionally playing shows and just getting out there and yeah. doing your thing. Yeah, and it's been it's been really lovely because now we're just stripped down to two people and I just, I love playing with Chloe. Yeah. If I may ask, is there any sort of like recording process in the works for Mothra right now? Or are you just there, sort of doing live stuff? There is a plan. There is a plan. Whoop! You heard it. <laughs> a studio, you know, in our crosshairs. Cool. To put some new stuff out. Because it's been a very, very, very long time. Mothra's older than Arthur Watership. Yeah. Like the, the big sis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, it's good to hear that too. You know, just sounds like you're you're overflowing with creativity and you've got such great partners in music with chloe and with adam and the whole team with arthur watership so just i'm excited to hear more keep us posted on that i shall i will <laughs> literally post things yes absolutely sure. so it's good to keep posted literally on instagram is in and facebook is out there as well arthur watership so uh taylor we're gonna do one more and then i've got the things if you remember those yeah um they've grown like multiplied like gremlins over here but so stoked i'll explain that in a minute um take us into inside out this is another track from the album that we picked so talk about this one and and kind of how it fits in this so this one was part of the like original writing process mm -hmm. and i don't know there's there's a bit of angry taylor in there for sure <laughs> <laughs> which i think makes for fun music sometimes sure yeah you got to get the whole array of of human emotion in there which you do a really good job of thank you so much yeah Definitely. And then it all just comes across in your amazing voice. I'm just here to pump you up. You're going to walk out of here like walking on cloud nine. I'll go tell my, my one and a half year old yeah. how cool I am. You're like, Sue says I'm cool. How about you? They're like, mm. <laughs> no, just kidding. All right. Well, let's get into it from the album, The Changeling. It's out now. This is Arthur Watership and Inside Out.
It is the Crush 92.5 with the Crush Lounge, presented by 805 Beer. I'm Suzanne Taylor. Bill Moore Collins is in here from Arthur Watership. We're showing off this new album, The Changeling. It's out now. Go stream it. Uh, Spotify, literally everywhere you can stream. Just look up Arthur Watership and you'll find this album. Bandcamp is great because you can actually purchase and support a local artist, which is great. Um, and keep yourself posted on Instagram and Facebook at Arthur Watership. So um, you ready to do some things, Taylor? Oh, yeah. Okay. So real quick rundown on this. Small Cup is original things from like the first year of the Crush Lounge. Uh, Coffee Cup is kind of assortment of I forgot what's in there. The Blue Cup is actually um, artists have been writing questions and leaving them for other artists. I will have you do one before you leave. Oh, super. So uh, we'll do a few. So pick whatever feels right to you. Okay. The fates will decide. I'm going to start with the artist cup. Cool. Good luck in there. There's a lot of different stuff. <laughs> and then it should tell you like who and what band they were from kind of at the top. So you can read that and then give us the question too. Okay. I was like hovering over these cups like yeah. they were snacks. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you probably don't want to eat those. They've been in other people's hands. But. This one is about eating. <laughs> oh my God, how funny. <laughs> it was a snack. What does it say? Uh, this is a question from David Escamilla. Mm-hmm. Escamilla. Yeah, he's from Imua. Imua. Yeah, they're a newer up-and-coming band. Just were at concerts in the plaza recently. I need to get there. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. And it's free. You just cruise into the Mission Plaza on a Friday evening in the summer. It's great. And I heard there's kids stuff, too. Yeah, there's a whole kids zone. <laughs> Not that this just turned into an ad for concerts in the plaza, but <laughs> go there. <laughs> it is. There's totally a kids zone. I saw kids rolling around with, like, balloon animals last week and stuff. It was really cool. Yeah. Okay, this is, what's your ideal sandwich? There you go. And I actually ate a sandwich before I got here. What was on? What is that your ideal sandwich that you had though? Like what's like the dream? It was really good. <laughs> I think my dream sandwich. I love a Dutch crunch when it's like actually kind of crunchy. Yeah, that's so good. And lots of avocado mm-hmm. and sprouts. Yeah. And salt and vinegar and pepper. And I don't know if I need cheese or not. It could be oh, there. Pepperoncinis. <laughs> Oh, nice. So veggie? Yeah. Yeah. I like a veggie sandwich. Awesome. I was vegan for a while and it's kind of like, and it stays with you even when you're not anymore. You just kind of gravitate toward, like you've like trained yourself to crave that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Which is good. Nutritional yeast. Oh, so good. I love to put that on popcorn. Oh yeah. So good. We were just talking about that somewhere with some friends recently about the palm and like the popcorn that they have. The shaker of nutritional yeast down there. I think that that absolutely <laughs> puts the palm at number one theater yeah. ever. Yeah. Because honestly, like, I just like that they have it there. I And I learned it there, to be honest. And now if I don't, if I'm not going to the palm, I will take my own little shaker of nutritional yeast yes. to the theater. <laughs> Me too. So, <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Okay, do another thing. Okay. <laughs> All That's right. why these are fun. It's like it's it is an initial question, but it, then it gets us talking about all kinds of weird stuff in here, <laughs> like yeast. Yeah, <laughs> like the best popcorn on the Central Coast. Now you know. <laughs> oh, I like this one. Did you have a nickname growing up, or currently both share? I did have a nickname growing up that my mom would call me. She'd call me Nick or Nikki. Okay, because that was my middle name, right? Um, yeah. but she kind of she stopped calling me that and her best friend was also a nick she was a nicoletta and so she would call me nick too but then (laughs) but then it went away and i was like really sad interesting yeah and i just never wanted anyone to call me tay tay oh my gosh and people did (laughs) and still do you're like please no yeah only my little brothers 
can call me Tay Tay. They're allowed. Yeah. So so Taylor, and that's it. Like no shortening of the Taylor. <laughs> I do. I do now have a new nickname. Actually, I was given by a little girl that I was babysitting. Yes. And now my husband calls me this too, and his whole family <laughs> is potato. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. This is what I'm really here for. No, that's great. Do yeah. you, are you cool with it? I love it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Always like the food nicknames. Like my mom called me Muffin my whole life when I was growing up. Muffin's she'll, cute. She'll still throw it out here and there. It's a little cuter than potato. I don't know. I think <laughs> potato, you put some little googly eyes on there. It's super cute. <laughs> okay, do one more. We're hanging out with Arthur Watership. Taylor Belmore Collins is in here doing the things. And while she's grabbing her final thing of the show, uh, just a reminder, The Changeling is out now. It's amazing. Go stream it. Go buy it at Bandcamp and follow her on Instagram and Facebook at Arthur Watership. Okay, final thing. Okay, what was your first job? They all, they kind of get mixed up in my brain. Yeah. Well, what's like, what's the first one that comes to your mind when you think of that? Mm, Hollywood Video. That was my first job. Video store. Yeah. Old school. I'm old. (laughs) Well, so am I. And I've got a few years on you for sure. But I worked at the Warehouse Records. And we had like also we had like the music shop, but there was also video rental in the back too. So we kind of so got like rad. both worlds in there. It was fun. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you have any like specialty like genre of movie that you liked to talk about when you were in there, or was it sort of whatever? I was like really big into Quentin Tarantino. Dude, me too. Then and why like, we need to hang out more? I know. <laughs> like, we like the same foods. <laughs> we, <laughs> we're, yeah, we we should go to the Palm and see a Quentin Tarantino Let's do a movie, movie night. Obviously, <laughs> that would be awesome. That would. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, working at movies was so fun. And uh, like with the warehouse, we had like little. Um, spe- we uh, the reason I asked you about specialty is because they had little like stickers you could put on your name tag. So if you were specialized mm-hmm. in like rock music or metal or hip hop or whatever, you could wear that, and then people would know. See, you probably were actually a specialist. Though. I was a specialist in that point in my life. I went more for like the rock and metal. So that was mine. I've always loved all kinds of stuff, though, you know? Yeah. So it's like I just kind of span the the whole spectrum of music, I guess. There was I had a coworker. He was my manager and he out geeked me like by far. <laughs> so I never day. felt like I actually knew a lot. But yeah. I did something bad, something naughty about me was that I would judge people by what they picked up. Well, especially by whether or not they they got the full screen or the widescreen version <laughs> of the movies. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I never even thought about that one. It was more like whatever that you know, if they brought up like a corny movie, I'd be like, mm. So as long whatever. as it's in widescreen, you're fine. You're good. <laughs> so funny. Okay, real quick, because I just can't stop myself, but um we're hanging out with Taylor from Arthur Watership, and I know uh, I said one more thing, but just spinning off of this, if you were a music specialist and you had that little label, like what would what would it be? Oh man, that is a, that's really uh-huh. really tough for me. But these are all like what comes to your mind first. It's maybe it's not like the exact perfect answer, but what what pops up when I say that? And maybe there's like seasons, like well, yes, because okay, so I was thinking about this before I came into the show because I was thinking. She might ask me, like, what kind of music inspired me or yeah. something like that. This is my very roundabout way of asking that. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, what you like, you know, what, what do you listen to? That kind of stuff. Oh, I it just. So let's start with this. <laughs> like, young Taylor, pre-music. Mm-hmm. What were you listening to when you were a kid? 
Oh, as a kid, I was listening to like stuff that my dad would put on um, or tell me was cool. Um, but I, I distinctly remember him showing me Led Zeppelin mm. because I, I like discovered Dust in the Wind. I was like, Dad, Dust in the Wind is so awesome. And he's like, Taylor. Check this out. Yeah. <laughs> duh. And then I was just like hooked for a long time. And I cool. think, but I, I really do have a very, very eclectic um, choice of yeah. listening. So what's on like the other end of the spectrum then from like Led Zeppelin in your your love of music? Well, like I recently got into country music, like real like roots country music mm-hmm. via, well, my husband has great music taste. Nice. He kind of shows me all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll put stuff on me. I'm like, Taylor, this sucks. <laughs> it doesn't suck. You just don't have a palate for it. <laughs> um, no, that's cool, though. So, like, then what? So then, okay, if we're going okay. through timeline, like. With the other side of the spectrum, though, I'd say it would be, like, Rufus Wainwright. Okay. It's, and then kind of in the middle is everything. Or, like, Animal Collective. I was way into Animal Collective. And then was that the kind of stuff then that inspired you to get into music? Or do you remember what? Like, was there one moment where you were like, ah, I need to do that? My dad is a musician. He's a songwriter. He's a guitar mm-hmm. player. And my stepmom is an amazing singer. She plays bass. <laughs> Actually, Carol, my stepmom, has played with me live quite a lot cool. lately. Yeah, like since the pandemic, which has wow. been really great. Is that like a whole other project or is she just filling in on like Arthur Watership stuff? Yeah, she's like basically me and, and Carol are Arthur Watership these days. Awesome. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> right on. So we'll keep an eye out. at You know, no gigs on the books just yet, but we'll keep an eye out for that, obviously. And um, really right now, it's just about supporting the music. So get out there and enjoy this. It's the Changeling and just saying congratulations again. It really is a beautiful record. I'm excited to see it out there in the world. Thank you. Yeah. So, Taylor, thank you for coming in. Thank you for always just being a friend of the station and sharing your time and your music. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'm so stoked. Yeah, we love it. So Arthur Watership, Facebook, Instagram, streaming, wherever you stream. Good place to grab this is at Bandcamp so you can throw in some bucks and support our locals here. Arthur Watership, The Changeling out now. And there it is. That's another Crush Lounge in the books. We say thank you to 805 Beer for supporting the show and to you, as always, thanks for spending the time. This is the Crush Lounge with your host, Suzanne. To hear more, including extended interviews and performances, connect at crush925.com or the Crush app.